Charlie, we've had some news coming through just in the last hour or so in, of uh, an incident in the Middle East. That's right. Let's just take you through what we know so far. This is in the last hour or so. We've heard reports that eight people have been wounded. Three critically. This is a shooting in the West Bank, east of Jerusalem. We understand two attackers have been shot dead. Let's try and find out more from our correspondent, Jenny Hill. She's in Jerusalem for us now. Morning to you, Jenny. I know the details are a little sketchy at the moment. Just take us uh, through the timeline and what we understand to have happened. Yes, Israeli police say that poli people were waiting in their cars, stuck in a traffic jam near a checkpoint on the road from this West Bank area into Jerusalem when three gunmen armed with automatic weapons got out of their vehicle and began to shoot. At least eight people were injured, two of them said to be in a serious condition, and we now understand that one um, has in fact died. Now look, details are only really just beginning to emerge, but you know, it's less than a week since um, two people were killed in another shooting on a highway in southern Israel. And of course, the war in Gaza is exacerbating existing volatility, certainly in the West Bank, but of course all across the region. And that, combined with the huma humanitarian cost of this war, is one of the reasons that the international community is so keen to find a solution. Um, we are seeing peace talks continuing behind the scenes, talks that aimed at brokering not only a temporary ceasefire, but the release of Israeli hostages. Today, the US's most senior Middle East expert advisor is due in Israel for talks which are continuing. And you know, it's hard to really describe it as a glimmer of optimism, but if you look at what the minister, one of the ministers in Israel's war cabinet has been saying overnight, Benny Gantz, he says that there are the first indications of a possibility towards progress in those talks. And that's just about as optimistic as you can get at this stage. Jenny, for the moment, thank you very much. The UK has airdropped aid into Gaza for the first time since war began after striking a deal with Jordan. Four tonnes of supplies, including medicine, food and fuel, were delivered into Gaza. This is on a Jordanian Air Force plane yesterday. Our Middle East correspondent, Quentin Somerville, was on board that aircraft. And we can speak to him now. Morning to you, Quentin. Just take us through um, this flight. What was delivered the logistics? Well, Charlie, we left here last night just before sundown. It doesn't take long to fly from Amman to, to Gaza. It was about a 45-minute flight. We were about 17,000 feet, very high up, had to put on oxygen. And there were four large pallets for the first time British aid being airdropped into the Gaza Strip. In the past, Britain has sent aid by truck. It sent it by sea, but never uh, by air. The Jordanians have been doing this for months now. Uh, those four pallets containing about 1,000 litres of generator fuel, uh, critical medical supplies, and also ration packs for patients and medical staff at a Jordanian military hospital, which is in the Gaza Strip. The target zone they were aiming for, uh, Charlie, was a very, very small target zone in northern Gaza. That part of Gaza was once the most populous part of Gaza. It's now been turned into a wasteland. There are still, though, 300,000 Palestinian people surviving there, struggling to survive there. Most of the population driven out. There's a heavy Israeli military presence, but they're in desperate need there. The need is so bad, in fact, because the World Food Programme says the situation on the ground is too violent, too chaotic, it can no longer deliver. So these kind of airdrops 
are pretty much one of the few options left to getting help to those people in northern Gaza. Quentin, for the moment, thank you very much. That's our Middle East correspondent, Quentin Somerville.